Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another edition of Happy Hour. And we're going to make this a fall special edition. I feel like we can go ahead and put that out there. And because we love fall and all the good things about fall, we brought on one of our favorites to sit and talk with us and share her recipes because she is quite a genius when it comes to these beverages. Holy fries! <gasps> really, it's just because I have fall rabies. That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's uh, part of it, but also you're a genius. for falls. <laughs> rabies for fall. And I love it, which is fantastic because you do a whole season of things. And I, I feel like every time I see you on social media, it's a whole like countdown of the goodness of fall and Halloween yes. and spooky seasons, all the good things. And yes, first and foremost, to our listeners, we are not sponsored. That is always a thing we like to say. We love to have a good drink, but any of the products that we're talking about, we'll let you know if someone has sent us something, but typically these are not sponsored by the drink industry. We are sponsored, just not by this. <laughs> drink responsibly, whatever you do, and I'm sure we can get you a variation. This is a pretty easy recipe. Holly, I feel like you do this. Oh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready with the mocktail version. You're so good with that. So, and this is such a good twist. But yes, can you let our listeners know what you sent us for this delightful episode? Yeah, this is a cocktail called The Hanged Lady, and it came out of a Criminalia episode where we talked about Rachel Wall, who was possibly the first American-born woman pirate. She was also the last woman to be hanged in Boston, although for highway robbery, not for piracy, which is a very complicated story. You can check out her episode if you want to know, but it's a little theft problem that she had. (laughs) We actually did a small thing about her because we did a whole episode on women pirates because we wanted to know because we just got into it. And so, yeah, I'm sure because we had listeners saying thank you for talking about this because it's fascinating. And I love that you have a bigger version. I need to listen to this because she's pretty fascinating. Our whole season this this right now is about pirates and we try ah! to have as, as many lady pirates in the mix as we possibly yes, can. Yes. It's pretty fun. So this one, I wanted to pay homage to the fact that she was from New England and get some cider action in there. And also, she died in October, so it seemed like a good thing to get some pumpkin in the mix, which is my favorite everything all the time. <laughs> one of us on this recording has a subscription for pumpkin syrup, so I'm never out. That's, oh, wow. Oh, I nice. just get a case of it delivered like every quarter. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> yeah, and the other two of us were uh, procrastinators trying to figure out how to do this. But if and you had one... called me, I would have just driven some <laughs> to you. It's so easy. Holly, I, I have it ready. like a pumpkin sign in the sky. Right? <laughs> it's like the bat signal, but yes. it's just like a jack-o'-lantern and I know that someone needs pumpkin something and I'll just show up. <laughs> yeah, uh, not wrong. But no, so this drink is one that so far I think my favorite we've done this season because it is super delicious. So it's just an ounce or less, half an ounce to an ounce of pumpkin syrup, ideally in a chilled glass, and then you're going to pour about three ounces of hard cider over that and then top that with another three to four ounces of champagne or any sparkling wine. I don't know why it's... I mean, all of those things are yummy, but like I'm not a hard cider drinker at all, and yet magically this becomes... 
a religious experience for pumpkin people. <laughs> it is. It's very nice. It's autumnal, but it's bright. It's not like a heavy autumn drink. Super duper yums. If anybody wants to do the mocktail version, it's the easiest on earth. You just do the same thing. Pumpkin syrup in lieu of hard cider. You just do like a low sugar or sugar-free apple juice. And then top that biz up with some ginger ale and you're all set to go. Yeah, don't they have a sparkling apple cider that's non-alcoholic as well? They do. That also works. Any of it. Any of it. Just as long as there's some bubbles in the mix. Yes. To I celebrate. love bubbles. <laughs> I do too. I've gotten very into champagne cocktails, as you both know. Um, yeah. I didn't used to drink them, and now they're one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love champagne. I have to be careful because it makes me super sleepy. Uh, so I'm like, huh. This is really unfortunate that this is oftentimes like the choice of earlier day drinking stuff (laughs) because I'm like, that makes me want to go take a nap. Right. Post brunch, you need like a 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. block out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I need a lot of water in between. Uh, But I love it. I really do. I think it's one of my favorite ones as well. And this is so good. You're right. It feels like autumn, but at the same time, because it's sparkling and light, it also feels effervescent too, as if it's a Georgia autumn in which you never know what the weather's going to be, whether it is right. 60 or 90 degrees in October. That's what I like to call a seasonal transition drink. Ooh. Not bad for summer. You won't be like, oh, this is an autumn drink. But in autumn, you don't feel like, oh, this is too summery. It's a transition. Yeah. yeah. And because uh, as we were talking about earlier, we were in search of pumpkin spice. And as inundated as we have been with pumpkin spice, it was still kind of hard for Annie and I to find Fairly last minute, we were trying to figure out how to do this, and I just gave in and made my own, and that was a I'm whole little adventure. I'm very proud of you. Thank yes. you. I was like, you know what? I did it. And now, the, now I'm like, I have a week and a half to use this. Here we go. <laughs> Everything pumpkin spice. Enjoy. Pumpkin <laughs> syrup in all the things. It's great in coffee. I mean, I'll give you a little bonus, which is actually a preview of something that I'm doing for... Criminalia is going to do a, a live stream, a Halloween live stream on the Ooh. 28th. We don't have the time locked down yet, but keep your eyes peeled. And I'm just saying, if you use your pumpkin syrup to make a beautiful coffee, like a latte, and then you put an ounce and a half of cognac in it, I think you're going to be very happy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've already talked about the fact that Annie's drink that she does or that I do for her, which is that cinnamon roll I think we told you about, which is pretty much like the chocolate mocha with cinnamon and all of the good uh, alcohols in it, that we will just take out the mocha and I would put pumpkin spice and that's the fall edition cinnamon roll for Luke. You know, yes. we, we've got some ideas, so we're trying to get there. Uh, but, you know, we had to have you on the show, especially this season, as we all love the spooky season. But honestly, I don't know if I've ever met two people <laughs> in my life who loves it or celebrates it more than you and Annie. And I feel like not talking about your love and passion would be just a pure sin. For the season. (laughs) I'm just being real honest. So I need to know, what is it, both Annie and Holly, about fall and specifically October and the spooky season that you love? And what is it? Is it like something from the past? Does it bring you somewhere? Like, is it because you're so like imaginative, so therefore you can just really go all, all in? What is it? 
Annie, you go first. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Or we can tag team, however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it's a really good question because it's one of those things where it's hard to pinpoint when this happened for me, but I just know, like, for some reason, I have always really enjoyed costumes and dressing up. I've always really, really enjoyed, I love, like, the jack-o'-lantern aspect. I love the changing of the leaves. I love the changing of the weather. I like, even as a kid, I liked scary things. I liked spooky things. I I think I've told the story before of how I like would constantly try to buy horror movies behind my parents' backs. <laughs> and I I think I just really enjoy that. Like, it feels very festive to me, but in a way that kind of felt transgressive in a strange way as a child of like, ooh, we're talking oh, yeah. about these things that we're not supposed to talk about and we're supposed to be so afraid of, but we're doing it in a fun way that still is kind of scary, but I still really like. And it's just, from there, it's just become something that I really enjoy of the, I love the flavors, I love the colors, I love the dressing up, I love the horror And I love being around people who also love that. And I think it's a great stress reliever for me. Um, But it's also just really fun. And it is a way to kind of, if you have a lot of, in my case, I won't speak for everybody, but if you have like a lot of anxiety in the back of your brain of, of all these things that are just constantly like looming of, you know, death and the potential afterlife and all these things that could be scary and and like engaging with them in a fun way, This is a real big stress reliever for me, actually. (laughs) So what about you, Holly? I mean, I, I, like you, I always loved costumery and that whole bananas thing. I realized pretty early on as a kid, and it got even more so as an adult, there's this beautiful aspect to Halloween where it is all of the fun and joy of any other holiday, but none of the responsibilities, right? You don't have to see family if you don't want to on Halloween and nobody, there's no issue about it. Nobody is posting like, if you can't be with your family on Halloween or you don't feel comfortable, like, I'll be your family. Nobody's doing that. It's just Halloween. Mm -hmm. You can just eat all the candy, go bananas. It's super fun. Same thing, like you don't have to buy anybody gifts. You can if you want. Everybody should get a gold skeleton. Uh, But but it just has like this ease about it that other holidays do not. So you can get all of the festivity and none of the like obligation that can get very weighty in a hurry. Mm -hmm. The other thing is like, I legitimately love pumpkin everything. I know people like to say that's a very basic thing to be. I am literally that person who, since I was a child, would just open up a can of pureed pumpkin and eat it with a spoon. Like, I love it that much. (laughs) So can you tell the difference when it's the sweet potato? Because I know sometimes they put yams and they they try to pawn it off as pumpkin. Um, I mean, probably. The real... The real giveaway to me is usually mouthfeel, not taste. Mm. Like, because pumpkin just tends to have a little bit more of a fibrous, sometimes even grainier texture. Whereas if you puree sweet potato enough, like, it gets quite smooth. And that's usually where I'm like, oh, this is more... Pu-. But I, honestly, sweet potato is also delicious. So this is it not is. a problem for me. <laughs> I'm good. 
It's true. It's uh, true. Good. Uh, like, if you've ever had someone actually roast a pumpkin and do, like, a pumpkin pie from scratch, often you're no. like, this is not like the pumpkin pie I know because it does have a graininess, a little more fibrousness in the mix. Still delicious. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not kidding when I say, like, I'm pumpkin everything all year round. Who waits for September? Not me. <laughs> As you both know, my house is always ready for Halloween. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's true. Best. And I do like that they are starting to do the season earlier and earlier because they've realized yes. people love it and it's not going away. <laughs> Yes. I will say I'm like season agnostic. I don't get angry when any season shows up early, right? Like, I don't care. And I think part of that is because I grew up in a, um, you know, a crafty family. So I always grew up going to, like, fabric and craft stores. And that Halloween and and Christmas stuff is out, like, in May. I mean, they're just because people have to have time to do the lead up. So it's never been, like... I have to have Halloween to itself until, or, you know, whatever. Let summer finish. No, all holidays all the time. Whatever makes you happy. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm one of those who are like, why are they playing Christmas songs that Thanksgiving hasn't happened? I will will punch somebody. That's a whole different feeling, though, of like my own issues with Christmas and trauma. So that's a whole other story. Samantha's Holiday Fight Club is really going to be, it's going to take off this year, I think. Oh, please, someone join me. I have friends who believe the same thing. Uh, But as you were talking about being crafty, what is something that you have crafted, both you and Annie, uh, maybe through the season, that's one of your favorites, like through the past, whether it's a costume, whether it's a uh, decoration or even a drink or food. What is something that is fall season that you have done that is something that still lingers in your memory as one of your favorite moments? Oh, that's hard. Yeah, I know. It's tough. I mean, I literally, I'll just out myself. I was an hour late to this because I got the time wrong. And I will tell you that that time that I spent was making an outfit for Halloween things in Disney World. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fully support this. <laughs> there's always like, there's always something going on craftier, you know. Oh, we know. Yeah. You're like, I've seen your messy sewing room lady. Yeah. I know what's up. <laughs> the fact that you've made things for everyone around me and myself, but like my partner will not take off the shirt that you made him. Yes. <laughs> That makes me so happy. He is so excited about it. And then I'm like, you can't keep asking her to do shirts for you. He absolutely can. I love him. He can, <laughs> I will make him a shirt a month if he wants. That's fine. <laughs> don't tempt him. Uh, but you're yes. Like, so. You're like, don't let him ever hear this audio. I know. I'm going to have to like hide this. So, Annie, what about you? <laughs> Three things come to mind. The first, when I was eight, and I made, you can see it, but the listeners can't, but this is a Jedi robe. Um, that I made for my character. I created Tara Polaris. And everyone would be like, oh, are you Obi-Wan Kenobi? And I was like, I'm Tara Polaris. Uh, <laughs> I, I love everything about the same. <laughs> everything. Everything. It was, I felt so good about it because I like created right. this whole thing and the outfit and I still, yeah, like have it. And then food-wise, I made these like pumpkin pie pasties that were like dumplings but with pumpkin pie in the middle. And they were yes. so good. They were so good. And that's just been like, they're kind of difficult to make. They're not super difficult, but they are an undertaking. So I don't make them that often. But I just think back fondly of the time I made it and I bit into it for the first time. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this is oh my so God, good. I need those so that we can dip them in my homemade pumpkin spice syrup. Just there you more. Go. 
more pumpkin all the time. Yeah, we're just going to make this whole thing. And then my, I was trying to find it. I still have it in here somewhere, but the time I made my black swan outfit, which I just told Samantha about, which was one of my first like big uh-huh. costuming ventures as an adult. And it turned out really well and I really liked it. And so even though I like, I probably will never wear it again. Maybe I will. But I can't throw it away because I was like, ah, it's so good. People, wait, people throw away costumes? I, I don't. <laughs> but I feel like there's a times where I'm like, I'm never going to wear this again, probably. But I'm going to keep it nonetheless. <laughs> now, I will say this. We have a costume overload situation at this point. It started, <laughs> what year did we do that? There was a year... Was it 1999? You guys were all children. Uh, Where we did, (laughs) for Dragon Con, some very large-scale, like, mascot-style Nightmare Before Christmas costumes. Ooh. Yes. And we won the masquerade. Ding. But we still have them. Yeah. They are now in our attic, and I'm a little scared that, like, wasps live there. I'm not sure what's happening. (laughs) But I will never have the heart to get rid of the mayor. He's the mayor. (laughs) Right. Like, and Brian actually has trotted his Oogie Boogie out a lot because we did like a big foamy Oogie Boogie that like looks like Oogie Boogie. Sometimes you see a little Oogie Boogie. And I'm not, listen, I'm not going to dog anybody, but I'm just saying a lot of Oogie Boogie costumes look a little flaccid. They just don't have the (laughs) oomph. Like, they don't look like they're full of bugs, which they should. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. I feel like, though, you and Annie both have this level of costuming that is in that cosplay world where it's legitimately, like, as where I do costumes, I'm like, hey, let me take this old T-shirt, rip it up, put it in the mud. I'm a zombie. You know, stuff like that. And I just put, like, makeup on my face. But that's not something that I would hold on to as, like, I created this amazing costume. Yeah, that's a valid point. You know what I mean? So it's a little different. Like, you have the cherry. I'm very scared of your cherry. Uh, but it's <laughs> a legitimately great, like, prop costume that I'm like, yeah, you should never get rid of it. I don't want to be on it. I don't want to be near it. But there it is. It's amazing. I feel like we maybe should give slight context for that. So so. I made made Cherry the chair from Pee Wee's Playhouse. And it's a puppet. I can stand in it and puppeteer it. Like the back is hollow, but it is also a piece of furniture in our house because I made it so that people could sit on it, which I think both of you have. Yes. And I, you know. It's amazing. uh, Samantha with fear in her eyes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we've told the listeners I have a really weird fear of life-size objects coming to life. And And it's big. And And it has eyes. (laughs) It has a mouth. It has eyes. And sure, it's a sweet thing on Pee Wee's Playhouse. I know it is. But in my mind, I'm like, it's going to come to life and kill me somehow. Eat me, devour me, and I will be one with the chair. Is it irrational? But also, it is soft as butter. But is it realistic looking? (laughs) Absolutely. So those two things both get me. (laughs) It's amazing. <laughs> but all Cherry that. will never hurt you at my house, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I promise you. Cherry will never hurt you, and you will always have a drink when you sit in it. A be- it's true. I will always make you a beautiful cocktail. It is yes. true, and you, have, you make some amazing cocktails. Um, <laughs> all of these things. So let me ask you, because we're probably going to come wrapping it up, and I love it. What are your plans? Because it's still a little different. Even though we are no longer full-on quarantine. You know, COVID is not going anywhere. 
I think people are a little, are excited, but not as excited as if it was actually, you know, kind of uh, to the wayside Mm -hmm. because everybody got vaccinated and we were responsible, which didn't happen, unfortunately. But what are your plans this year for Halloween? Hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Do you have plans, Annie? Um, My plan, they're a bit up in the air right now. I was originally intending to just watch horror movies, Carve a Pumpkin, Drink all the fall drinks that I love. I like like reading a scary story at night and <laughs> freaking myself out. Um, and then I, I think I've said before, I have worn a lot of costumes during this quarantine, even though it's just me. So I was going to like, you know, try some costumes on. See, see how that feels. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might maybe do a lightsaber battle with myself. I don't know. It'll be fun, whatever it is. I do have some friends who are like, maybe we could all hang out and, you know, play scary games and watch scary movies and drink these fall drinks together. So I have faith it'll be, I like Halloween. It'll be whatever happens, I will enjoy it. <laughs> but it's a bit up in right. the air. Yes. Okay, did either of you, have you watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion special? Not yet. Not yet. I'm not really giving away a spoiler, but one of the things that Kermit mentions is that they're doing Halloween breakfast where they're making pumpkin pancakes. And I'm like, we're doing that because Halloween falls on a Sunday this year. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to come over, I will brunch you. We'll do pumpkin pancakes or pumpkin waffles. I love a pumpkin waffle and I am ready at all times to make a pumpkin waffle. I have all the ingredients always on standby. (laughs) So I'm going to start the day like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll do much dressing up. We do usually events leading up to Halloween, and then Halloween we tend to lay low a little bit. (laughs) Because it's one of those things, like, if you go out on Halloween, there are a lot of people that go out and do not know how to drink responsibly. And, like, it just, it always feels a little dicey if you're out at, like, and especially now when everyone should be careful and have their wits about them and, you know, wearing your mask. And we all know mask use falls as alcohol consumption goes up. So Mm -hmm. that is not super appealing as a fun time. (laughs) We're going to to Disney and going to do some Halloween parties there, which I did get to do already with Annie Reese. (laughs) Uh, I did one and I'll do another in a little bit. (laughs) So fun. Mm -hmm. And, but on the day itself, yeah, I'll get up, we'll make, uh, waffles for all of us, apparently. And um, then I just, I usually cook all day and mm. make it like a feast day. And I may, or, usually I end it. I have this weird tradition where I end Halloween in all black. Mm. This sounds very silly, but it's honestly, there was a, a witch costume that my mom made me when I think I was seven. And it was like basic. I mean, my mom was an exquisite uh, seamstress, but this was not the evidence. It was like a very basic, like, unstructured robe-style pullover thing with jagged-cut hems and a little cute hat that she did a really lovely job on. And, like, there was some epiphany situation that took place in there where I was like, I want to wear this for the rest of my life. And I did wear it for, like, three Halloweens in a row until I had grown enough that it was, like, a little mini dress. And I just realized, like, there, there is this magic of Halloween about deciding who you are and how you represent yourself to the world. And that's part of the appeal as well, kind of looping back to your earlier question. And so I always like to, like, finish Halloween in, like, a, ver- a basic black, usually kind of, like, witchy, simple 
slightly ghoulish chic kind of situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love so it. that's how we'll wrap the day. <laughs> I love this. Uh, yeah, I will be there and I will bring my <laughs> own personal waffle iron that I received from you. Oh, you Holly. did. That's right. You got it I, for me. It's a skull. Mm-hmm. And I have waffle mix ready to go. It's a pumpkin spice. I bought I it did one. too. I was ready to go. So <laughs> we will. I am so excited. But yeah, I feel so. like we can have pumpkin waffle potluck, and it could be amazing. We can I make like syrup. three pounds of bacon and <gasps> a bunch of waffles and sausages, and also cocktails. Yeah. And maybe I'll scramble some eggs. Oh. We'll put some turmeric in the eggs to make them golden and beautiful. What? <laughs> we have a plan. Sounds we have delicious. A plan. Y'all, so I'm so excited. I'm not so even excited. joking. See you on the 31st. Let's <laughs> say 11, so not too early. So <laughs> yeah, 11 may still be too early. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm fine with a 2 p.m. brunch. I don't, <laughs> I'm a late sleeper. That's how I like to roll. I like to make yes, it like almost Brenner. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much. And can you please, I know our listeners probably already know, but let them know where they can find you so they can follow your amazing crafting slash all of the good recipes slash all of the good stories. Holly. So uh, I'm on Twitter as Surliest Girl, and I sometimes just pop out cocktail recipes there that have nothing to do with any work event. Um, and on Instagram is surlygirly5. And then Criminalia usually gets posted as hashtag Criminalia. We have not been posting all of the cocktails lately, but there's always one at the end of every single episode. And we did an imposter season where we did all mocktails. And th- we had such a good response that now every cocktail comes with a mocktail version because there are lots of people who want to get in on a festivity but maybe don't drink for whatever reason. So um, there's always a mocktail waiting for you at the end of Criminalia if you are not a drinker. And then Stuff You Missed in History Class continues to truck along many times a week at this point. So you can (laughs) catch that on uh, social as Missed in History. I love it. Yes. And thank you so much for being here, Holly. Cheers to you. Cheers. It is is my great delight. My drink is empty almost. So this is perfect timing. Excellent. Cheers you and drink the last half ounce. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. And we we look forward to to this brunch that I'm excited about, but also having you back sometime. Listeners, go find Holly if you have not already. If you would like to contact us, you can or email us stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 